Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hi there. I'm Randa Fattah from ThruLine. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org podcast. From KQED. Well, you recognize that song, perhaps. It is, of course, graduation season at high schools across the nation. And Oakland Technical High School graduate Ahmed Mohammed is getting a lot of attention for his May 29th valedictorian speech, where he acknowledged being the first black male valedictorian in the school's history, paying tribute to those who, he said, had the ability but not the opportunity to represent the graduating class there. A video of it, by the way, went viral on social media. And Ahmed Mohammed joins us for the rest of the hour. Welcome, Ahmed, and congratulations. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you. Yeah, I'm excited to be here, excited to have been graduated. Feels good. It does, I'm sure. A 4.73 GPA. Uh, you got into 21 colleges. Um, what? 11, 11. 11. Oh, okay. I thought I, I saw 21. I, 11's I good. I definitely could not have applied to 21 <laughs> colleges. You know, there was a, a young, there was a graduate, I think in Salinas, who did apply to 21. I'm confusing the two of you, maybe. But uh, 11 is great. You're going to Stanford, I understand, right? Uh, yes. Why, why did you choose Stanford? Uh, you know, it was definitely a tough decision. All the schools I applied to were amazing schools, and they all had amazing opportunities. But I chose Stanford, I think, because it has the strongest engineering program, in my opinion. And it's close to home. It allowed me to still see my my mom and my dad and my sister and the rest of my family. Maybe not every day, but at least more than if I were to have gone to the East Coast. And uh, I have other community involvements out here that I plan on being connected with still. I listened back to your, your speech uh, that you gave last month, and, and one of the things you noted is that your class, the class of 2021, is full of, and quoting you here, resilience, strength, and hope. What makes mm-hmm. you hopeful? Ooh, you know, there's a lot that makes me hopeful, but just still going back to my speech and reflecting on all the four years that we spent and as high schoolers, we've been leaders ever since the ninth grade you know ninth grade we led protests against gun violence sophomore year we rallied with our teachers uh, for the fair wages and equitable resources 11th grade it was a climate strike and we persevered through covid and black lives matter protests and we were leaders in an election and uh, we i our class has gone through a lot and we've also stepped up to the challenge and um, become leaders in spaces where we need leaders you know, I, I there, there are some very exceptional uh, people of color. I'm thinking in particular because I read her book of Michelle Obama. 
who talk about the experience of having other people when they were, you know, your age roughly, uh, trying to lower their expectations, you know, to maybe set their lights, their sights a little lower. And I'm wondering if that ever happened to you. Uh, no, I, I, it didn't happen to me. Fortunately, you know, I'm surrounded by a really supportive community. You know, my parents, teachers, mentors, coaches who believe in me sometimes more than I believe in myself. So, uh, I've always been taught to shoot for the stars and to try to uplift as many people around you as possible. So I, I fortunately didn't have that experience of lowering my expectations. If anything, I, I, I've set them pretty high and I'm, I'm trying to, trying to reach that. Yeah. Well, what you've achieved obviously is exceptional. Do you, do you, do you think of yourself that way as exceptional or as just as, as you sort of said in your speech, you're just the one who's gotten the attention? Yeah, no, I don't, I don't view myself as exceptional at all. I, there are so many people where all, we all live different lives and we have different experiences. And, um, I don't think I am better than any other person, you know, grades don't say that test scores don't say that. I just try to carry myself as a, as a positive and upstanding human being. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't know how else to say it, but, uh, I don't see yeah. myself as exceptional. Yeah. What, as I said, your, uh, your, your speech went viral. I think it was shared hundreds of thousands of times. What did you make of that? That was pretty cool. You know, it had happened, um, a little it had happened before because i um am involved with this nonprofit that i founded called kids cubed we create uh fun hands-on science projects for elementary school students and that had gone viral a little bit ago so it was cool to like see it happen again but i wasn't as like shocked i, I wasn't it didn't hit me as surprising as the first time it had happened you mentioned uh, science is that what you want to pursue Yes. Uh, I hope to be, I want to study engineering in college. I don't know what type of engineering, but I, I really love science. It was a big part of just my education and what I like to do. And I hope I can apply science to create a product or a service that can uh, impact the world around me. Hmm. You know, when I think of folks your age who are, you know, entering college or coming out of college and the list of things that we're counting on your generation to fix that we've screwed up, the older folks, starting with climate change, uh, mm. you know, do, do you look at it that way? I mean, there's so many things wrong with the world. We talked to earlier in the hour about, you know, uh, social justice and violence against trans women and people of color and, you know, down the list, the very long list, poverty. Uh, right. What does it seem like, oh, you know, I can't wait to dig in and and start solving some of those things? I mean, how do you think about that? You know, it definitely is a lot of stuff, like how you mentioned, but I think one of the great things about, about my peers and about our generation is that we're not afraid to talk about it and we're not afraid to go and, and tackle it head on. So um, we do, I, I obviously can't speak for everybody, but at least for myself and for my friends, we see these challenges as uh, something that we need to play our part in correcting and uh, we'll do whatever it takes to do that. Getting short on time, but uh, obviously you had to deal one big challenge that we all dealt with, but I think it was especially hard, I think, for uh, graduating seniors and freshmen in college, which was the pandemic and the social distancing and all that. What do you think you took from that? Uh, the, you know, the pandemic was tough. It was tough for everybody. But uh, me personally, I definitely learned to appreciate 
now to appreciate the present a lot more you know there's a lot of especially in high school you're worried about oh the test that's coming up or the future and what colleges you're going to apply to and what's your five-year plan your 10-year plan the pandemic really taught me to take a step back from all that and just soak up the moment and enjoy the moment as much as you can because nothing else is guaranteed so i would say that was my biggest uh takeaway that's a big one ahmed mohammed thank you so much congratulations have a great summer and uh first year at stanford as well (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate it. I had a lot of fun. All right. Forum is produced by Tina Lauerberg, Crystal Consol, Grace Wan, and Christopher Beal. Our acting senior editor is Judy Campbell. Our engineers, Danny Bringer, Katie McMurrin, and Brendan Willard. Our intern is Kimia Akbari. Our executive editor, Ethan Tovin-Lindsay. Holly Kern and our chief content officer. Stick around. I'm Scott Schaefer. Mina Kim is next. Funds for the production of Forum are provided by the members of KQED Public Radio and the Germanicos Foundation and the Generosity Foundation. Support for Forum comes from San Francisco Opera. Set 10 years after a school shooting, the critically acclaimed opera Innocence takes us into a complex emotional journey where our understanding of innocence and guilt is constantly upended. Kaya Sariajo's ethereal score collapses the past into the present as a community of survivors grapple with how to move forward. Don't miss the highly anticipated American premiere of Innocence, June 1st through 21st. Learn more at sfopera.com. We've all got those parts of our house where the internet just won't go. Well, if you had wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you could worry less about dead spots. Because with wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you get fast speeds, reliable connection in every room, and power for all of your devices, even when everyone's online. That's wall-to-wall Wi-Fi only with Xfinity. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. All over the country. We need to improve reading in Wisconsin. Schools are changing the way they teach reading. I'm calling for a renewed focus on literacy. We have gotten this wrong in New York and all across the nation. And it's happening because of a podcast. I think your podcast has changed my life. And I'm going to share this podcast with everyone I meet. Sold a Story investigates how teaching kids to read went wrong. New episodes of Sold a Story are available now.